Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here, and I want to do a little bit more in numbers. So we've been reading through the Bible. We got through all of Genesis and Exodus, um, and then Leviticus. We kind of flew over, did a flyover, if you will, of Leviticus, and we're doing that of numbers as well. And so... Um, Looking at though, looking at numbers, so Leviticus takes just a few, really covers a month. Numbers covers 38 years. And Leviticus writes out all these rules, 600 and some odd rules. Numbers shows some of the practical aspects of how the tribe of Israel is going to function, maneuver, and move forward. And it's the beginning of the Levites. So Leviticus is the writing of the laws. The Levites are the tribe from which Moses comes from. And I was, uh, my wife corrected me yesterday after she listened to the podcast of Miriam being Aaron and Moses' sister. Um, So I apologize for that. I really, for some reason, felt she's the one that criticized Moses' wife's color because Moses' wife's color was a little darker. Anyway, we won't get into that. Um, So I digress so quickly in continuing to try to encourage us to be in God's word. I get sometimes a little overly excited about some of the things I'm being reminded of or looking at it and looking at it. You can't help when you read God's word to read it in the context of your life, of what's going on around you, the culture, and everything else that has to do with 21st century and 2023 and February, March, winter, spring, so on and so forth, and the age that you're at, the season you are in life. That's why reading over and over God's Word is so practical and so rich, right? So anyways, one of the things in Numbers that I don't want us to miss is they they do count the people, but they don't count the Levites because the Levites are being set apart to minister, really, to the tribe by taking care of the holy or the tent of meetings, the whole area. And so they're they're not going to be counted because the men were counted for war so that they would understand the size of the army. And I think they end up with over 600,000 men of fighting age, 603,550 not counting the Levites. And the Levites are set apart. And so they're going to be in charge of carrying the tent of meetings and all of that goes in it, the Ark of the Covenant, the the table of for the bread of presence, the lamp, the altar, the water, big water jar, right? All all everything, everything, every pole, every part of it, including the priest Uh, outfits if the priests aren't wearing it in procession and then they set it up and then they guard it so there's even a great understanding exactly how Israel is going to camp where everybody is and so the the way the tent of meeting faces and then the the way they march all this is laid out so Judah's tribe the tribe of Judah which is where King David and Jesus come from they lead the way with Ishkar and Zebulun. 
And then you have Gad, Reuben, and Simeon, the tribes following them. And then you have all the Levites with the tent of meeting right in the middle. And then you have the tribe of Benjamin, and Ephraim, and Manasseh. And then at the very back, you have Asher, Dan, and Naphtali. So that's how these 12 tribes are divided up. It's actually 13 because Joseph's two sons both end up getting a tribe, right? And then that's also how they're divided up around the tent of meeting. So to the north or the front entrance of the tent of meeting is the, the tribe of Judah and Ishkar and Zebulun. And then of the of the priests or the the smaller Levite family of Kohath. And so the Levites are divided into four groups, basically. And they're all around the tent of meeting. And then all the tribes are around, around that. And the Levites have this very specific job when it comes to moving the tent and everything for it and setting it up and taking it back down for moving. But they also guard it so that no one who should not enter or enter close to it does. And they're actually instructed to kill anyone who tries because there is a consequence to, to all of Israel if, if someone disregards what God has commanded as far as the tent of meeting goes. So it's, they take it very, very seriously. And it's, 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 quite, um, it's quite interesting so as, you, as you read through it and you're looking at all the duties this is all outlined in the first uh, four chapters of Numbers, talking about really setting up the Levites and what they're going to do. And then it gets into some other things like what, what to do with people that have messed up, basically. And then what about people who take a vow, like the Nazarite, Nazarite vow. And so all these things are going on. And then we get into them being out there for a long time, the children of Israel, and they're they're grumbling and complaining, right? And so, but these first 10 chapters, I want to say, really deal with this whole, the whole setup, and um, even dealing with um, how a Levite retires. So the retirement of Levites in chapter 8, verse 23. So there's significance. So one-twelfth, basically, you really could say one-thirteenth of the tribe of Israel, which is somewhere in a number of two to three million people, is set aside to take care of this temple where God resides. And not that God needs to be ministered to, but it's to keep this set apart, separated and guarded, not because God needs guarding, but to guard against the curiosity of man to go in there and see what man ought not to see, really. Or for man not to mess up what God has designed and set up through his main people, like Moses and Aaron and Joshua. So it's it's very, very, it's a good, it's a good read. It's a good read and I'm sort of wishing I was reading through it with you because there's just so much to cover, but you you need to dig in and go for it. I'm going to cover one more thing in Numbers, maybe two, and then we are going to read through Deuteronomy because Deuteronomy sort of 
it will seem repetitive, but it is such an important book that I don't want to miss it. And it is the most quoted book. Deuteronomy is the most quoted book by Jesus. It's, I think, the most quoted in the New Testament. And it was the most quoted by our founding fathers. Go figure. What a book. So let's check it out, right? So we'll do that. God bless you guys. Have a great rest of the week. Talk to you soon.